0: Hey what's up everybody? how you doing episode number 288 drink till you podcast the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? Hope you guys are doing okay. Um, I'm going a little harder than I normally do. Uh, what I'm drinking is uh, very very diluted scotch. <laughs> I don't have any beer. I don't have any wine uh, out of tequila, out of whiskey. Um, I'm out of vodka. I really only have liqueurs left and um, scotch. <laughs> Johnny Walker to be specific. And if you've never had it before, man, um, when people say it'll put hair on your chest, like that's exactly what this this stuff is. I mean, good luck drinking it straight. I don't know how anyone, I mean, you have to be a hardcore alcoholic, and I'm not making fun of you, if you are. I, I hope you get the help you need. But uh, just to drink this straight, scotch straight, is not is not ideal. So I definitely fluffed mine up, made it taste like candy. <laughs> so uh, hopefully it goes down smooth if you got them drinking bottoms up. Uh, live streaming currently, this uh, Fight Night Champion... Just playing a little game against the computer here, while I do the show, man. I gotta go over the fights last night. Those were uh, those were some great fights, dude. Uh, two kicks. Wait, no, no, one kick to the face and a knee to the head, dude. I, I it's it was uh, the crowd. I I just can't believe the crowd. Oh, so I gotta talk about this too. So. I don't know if I've said this before. My brother is a huge, huge UFC fan. And uh, basically, like, talking to him about the, you know, the apex or whatever. Last night's UFC was in Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, I was talking to him. You know, I've had this problem for the past, you know, whatever, however long I've been talking about UFC. It's like one event <clears throat> will be like it was in Utah and there's just a ton of people just going crazy celebrities in the crowd and then they'll do one at the apex and there's no crowd you know <laughs> i think my uh my famous words where you can hear the corner guy fart it's so quiet in there um but it kind of kind of finally shed some light for me thank god i i've been racking my brain so apparently this did Uh, come out during COVID, the the Apex, I guess they built it then. It's a smaller arena, you know, less less exposure to people, blah, blah, blah. Good idea. You know, just kind of like NHL did for the bubble. You know, everybody had to go, if you're in the playoffs, you're in the bubble. You're not allowed to leave the bubble. Uh, Give me one second. Sorry, guys. And just like that, podcast magic. I love these headphones. By the way, I am uh, doing this show again from... The comfort of my living room and the AC. Um, enjoying the hell out of this, man. It's uh, It beats anything I've ever done before. I don't know why I've never thought to do this before. I have gaming headphones. You just put the mic down. Like just now, I just turned the mic up. I had to cough. You just turn the mic up. Nobody can hear. Just for a split second, and I'm back. Um, I'm loving it. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I'm loving it. Uh, so anyway, he kind of shed some light about the apex. It was you know made for COVID, less exposure to people, blah blah blah. But I'm asking him now. I'm like, well, why, why aren't there people in there? You know, while while they're doing any of these, and I, I get that these are up and coming fighters. You know, I understand that, but I mean. I was uh, basically like, man, if I flew to Vegas, I don't care if it's an up-and-comer or a title fight. Like, if that event center is open, I'm going there. I'm buying tickets. And they'll probably be cheaper. It's like minor league versus, you know, MLB. (laughs) The tickets to, uh, who is this? The tickets to the uh, minor leagues are always going to be cheaper, you know? They're lesser-paid athletes. Um, lower on the food chain, if you will. Uh, even though you can work your way up out of that low level on the food chain, uh, so I'm like, you know, why I think, you know, I thought Dana White likes making money, man. Like, if he could sell any tickets to, you know, make a profit, turn a profit, then why isn't he doing that? And and he was basically saying that. Pretty much the the cost of having staff. You know, you got to have staff to uh, take tickets. You got to have staff to pour beer. You know, you got to have staff to clean. Um, you got to have security. I mean, it's the bill starts racking up <clears throat> once you start adding personnel to. Uh, I almost said defend the place. It's not a, a fucking fortress, Chris. Um, <laughs> to host an event there. So that actually makes a lot of sense, and that gave me some peace of mind, finally, after searching and, and racking my brain and waiting for them to say so, I mean, I guess I didn't search that hard. I could have Googled it. But uh, I was waiting, you know, every broadcast they come on for them to be like, you know, just reiterate why they do it at the Apex with no no audience. But last night they did have an audience and it was uh, great fights, man, all around. Uh, I watched early on. Um, I really watched at least two fights out of every early prelims, preliminary, Jesus Christ, preliminary, and the main card. Um, I at least watched two fights, probably more. So the early prelims, uh, there's uh, women's flyweight canceled. Um, oh, okay, I see what they did. Matthew Semmelsberger versus Lanisi. Uh, that one got canceled, so Semmelsberger got moved to fight Medik, I believe is his name. Um, and Medik ended up winning that one. Uh, caught Semmelsberger pretty good. Um, that was a good fight. Uh, Miranda Maverick. It's not showing me who she fought against. I can't remember now, but that was a really good fight, man. Uh, she's she's small uh, comparatively to her opponent. Oh, man, I can picture her face, too. I just can't see who she is. I can't see her name in my head. Uh, yeah, Maverick. Miranda Maverick is, is definitely smaller in stature than she was versus her opponent. But, dude, she's like a little... She's like a little koala. <laughs> Dude, as she grabs onto you, you're carrying her around the octagon. You know what I mean? like. And good luck with that. That's another human adult. you know. Even if you're not walking around with her on your back, just having her lay on top of you and clench to your body position is... Uh, yeah, she was pretty tough, man. Um, that other chick she was fighting was supposedly... Uh, I mean, is really tough herself. Um, but yeah, Miranda Maverick pulling that one out, and and I gotta say this too. I was kind of bragging last night. Um, I'm really proud as a man. <laughs> I'm really proud of this women's UFC. I'm really proud of their division. Um, th- th- it's by far the most exciting women's. Sport. It's better than boxing. Better than women's boxing. Um, I hate to say this, is it the fact that women have, I mean, I guess guys aren't hitting each other in the chest, that's not really a target, you're trying to knock their ear out of their lungs or smack their face, um, but anyways, for my money, UFC is the most exciting women's sport, and it's worth a watch, and it's a great watch, like, I I can't get into WNBA, um... Women, I just golf in general, I'm not into. Tennis is okay. I like women's tennis, and I know those women go hard. I know that's not an easy sport. That's like cardio to the max. Um, women's U.S. Uh, national team, they they would be second place in my mind. Um, and they get a lot of credit, and I've given them a lot of credit over the years because uh, they don't play like the men play. They play hard. They play rough you know, um, when a girl goes down in the women's league, I mean, she's down, she's hurt, she's not like someone barely clipped the edge of my cleat, and I, you know, I'm, that fucking video, God, it drives me crazy, there's, I don't know what team it is, but there's a guy who, I mean, him and the other guy going after the ball, they clack feet together, I almost said feets, they clack feet together. No, they clack feet together, and the dude falls down. I mean, like, his leg's being amputated. And the play still goes. The ref doesn't blow it dead. And they his team, the guy that's laying there, you know, writhing around like a fucking little bitch, his team scores, and they're all celebrating, and he's still writhing around. He kind of, like, peeks up and sees that they scored. He just gets up and runs over to the huddle where they're celebrating. It's like, dude, that's that's... That should be punishable. It really should be eradicated from the game. That's embarrassing. I don't see women doing that. These bitches are pulling... And I say bitches respectfully. When I say bitches in this scenario, it means you're tough. (laughs) They're pulling each other's ponytails and elbowing titties and... You know, who knows what. They're mean, and I love it. Uh, But that's second place. uh, UFC, I mean, they're obviously more mean... In UFC, where you can punch an elbow and knee, um, yeah, man, that's 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 the best uh, WNBA. Like all the bitching, we don't get paid as much. Well, I'm sorry to say this. Sorry to let you know, <laughs> it's like they they keep doing online. Should I let them know, or should someone else let them know? Uh, your sport's not that exciting. That's why no one watches. Um, I can barely get into men's basketball sometimes because of the whole drama and the you know how everything plays out. It's usually the same two damn teams um, in the finals every year. That gets boring. I don't want to see that. Um, so yeah, great great fights, man. Let's let's keep going. Let's, let's see who else fought. Uh, that I actually got to see. Uh, oh yeah, Matthews versus Flowers, man. Uh, Matthews beat Flowers by submission. That's a welterweight fight. Um, the size difference between Matthews and, and Flowers was was crazy. But the strength difference was even more crazy. Like, Flowers tried to shoot. Matthew saw it coming. He sprawls, you know, but it's like they fall to the ground and, and Matthew's just like like a little kid would on a playground pushes flowers down. Like just pushes him over. Like n- like nothing. Easy. Um so yeah, I mean he he just took over the fight. Matthew's was just too strong for him. He's much bigger. Um is like, you know, it was as if, you know, like when I wrestle around the living room with my kids. It's this—if <laughs> I want a little bit of space, you know, I, I I can knock him down on the couch, you know, push him down a little bit, and then I can get whatever space I need. I mean, that was basically it. He looked so strong. Compared, uh, comparatively, so uh, that was a good fight. Oh, this was really good. Roman Kapilov, uh, Cop- I think that's how you say it, versus Claudio Ribeiro. Uh, Ribeiro was looking good, man, there for a little bit, he was looking tough, uh, he caught, I mean, toes, a toe-slapping kick to the face, um, I'm pretty sure that was that fight, and, uh, I mean, knocked his ass out, that was, that was incredible, just, I, I mean... What are you supposed to do? You know, that's that's how the spinning and stuff works. It's, it's so distracting. That's why back fists are so dangerous, man. Someone spins, your brain doesn't have time to comprehend what they're doing. And before you know it, you're, you're on your back. Um, Vergara versus Salvador. I didn't see that v- Vergara coming out on top. Uh, Bonfim versus Giles. Unfortunately, didn't get to see that one. Yeah, so there's two out of those that I get to watch. Um, Chisa versus Holland. Holland wins that one by submission. Green versus Ferguson. Uh, Green wins by submission. That was oh my God. Ferguson. Tony Ferguson was out, dude. It was weird. It was like, is he trying to tap or not? Like his hand was kind of tapping but then it wasn't and the ref thank god for those refs man they they really do a solid job because um Fer- Ferguson was not willing to tap at all he was clearly out and just not willing to tap i mean not willing to tap and then at some point it just couldn't tap cuz he's passed the fuck out i mean what's that a triangle choke <laughs> that's got to be it's got to be one of the most helpless feelings like your arm is trapped up by your ear, and this dude's just choking you out with your own arm. With his you know his arm wrapped around your neck and your own arm. It's got to be an awful way to just start seeing stars. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis, uh, he's awesome. Uh, Derek Lewis won his fight against, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Rogerio Lima. Maybe I didn't butcher it. I don't know. Um, Derek Lewis with a huge knee. I just like this guy. I just, he made the entire place laugh. I mean, what a personality! You know, what a great person for the sport. Um, what a Joe! After the fight, he wins. You know, and Joe has to interview him, and he what did Joe say? He's like. Did you expect to knee him in the face? And of course, you know, Derek Lewis just got finished with this fight. He's like, he's over there breathing heavy. He's like, ah, did you expect to, you know, knee him in the face? He's like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Dude, and that whole fucking place started cracking up. He threw oh yeah, he threw out his goddamn cup after the uh after the fight, which is hilarious. Who do, like who caught that? <laughs> and who was like, yes. I got where his dick was sitting, you know, like, no, that's ter- terrible, man, uh, he threw, he took off both of his gloves, he threw his gloves, he took out his cup, he threw his cup, um, <laughs> which is weird to me, I mean, the gloves are okay, I don't mind them throwing out the gloves, um, would be like throwing out his underwear to the crowd, it just doesn't make any sense, nobody wants that. Your sweaty fucking nuts have been all on your cup? Like, (laughs) what the fuck? And if he was a woman, I mean, you could sell that on eBay for thousands, but the fact that he's a man. (laughs) I wonder who caught the cup and they're just like, "Uh, I'm putting this on the ground. If anyone wants this, it's right here. I don't want it. (laughs) No, thank you. I've just never seen that before, throwing a cup. Oh, yeah, I'm on Twitter right now. That head kick, dude. Oh my god. Um what was his fucking name? Oh yeah, Kopulov. That head kick from Kopulov. He looked like he was having a rough time in the fight at first. Um But yeah, that's uh, oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about too. That BMF belt. I guess that's something that Mike Tyson kinda helped co-create. Um, and that's only has me excited. I know, um, oh, I didn't even say the last fight of the night, which was the headliner, uh, versus Poirier, uh, KO slash TKO round two, one minute. Uh, that was pretty mean, man. That was pretty mean. Um, what was I about to say? See, I shouldn't have gone back. I already forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, the BMF. So I was under the impression, they were kind of talking about it last night a little bit. And I am live streaming on Twitch while I'm watching UFC. So sometimes I'm missing some things that they're saying. You know, I'm like focused in on whatever I'm doing or like chatting with someone online, whatever. Um, But they kind of teased me a little bit because I really wanted... Uh, the BMF belt to be uh, weight classless. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I was thinking they were setting it up. It's like, dude, this is a whole, like, different separate category uh, without weight classes? I I really think they should do that. That's my suggestion. I know the BMF, that's kind of like a one-off. It's supposed to be a one-off thing, but they brought it back. Whatever. Um, I think they should create a belt specifically to where anyone can enter the tournament. It's a one-day turn. I mean, I'm not really even coming up with this idea myself. It's how UFC used to be. You know, um, one belt. Anyone can enter the tournament. You can wear your respective. I think they should do that, man. The old school UFC. Any weight, any style. Let's see who has the best style, the best technique to win this thing. Uh, Hoist Gracie, man. He was not the biggest dude. Uh, I think he won the first couple of UFC belts because he was just, he knew what to do. You get a boxer in there, he jumps all over him, he ties him up like a fucking boa constrictor. Uh, What's what's the one? I think the guy had a karate gi on. and uh, I think it was Hoist Gracie, but he got him in the fucking crucifix which, it, it, like, that's got to be one of the most brutal positions to be in. Like, that's, for a referee, that's got to be high alert. If anyone's going into the crucifix, because, I mean, you're defenseless. There's no arms to cover your face from shots coming in. I saw one dude just elbow a guy right in the, the temple early on, early UFCs, right in the temple about t- 10 times. I mean, the guy's just a rag doll just getting hit with this, these elbows over and over. The refs were a little bit slower back then. Um, that's That's got to be a brutal way to go out. But anyway, that's... Uh, I'm going to take a drink. My, my throat's getting dry. That's what I think we should do, people. Well, Chris, we didn't ask for your opinion. I know. I know. I know. I'm giving it anyway. Cheers, everybody. <sighs> nice and diluted. Um, so, yeah... Uh, that would be really cool, man. That would um, that would pique my interest. Not that I'm not interested now. It's just it would definitely pique my interest more if there was a... You know, anybody can join to win this belt. And they should do it in a night. I bet you could sell out a, a pretty good event center for something like that. The old school UFC. I wonder if there's regulations against it. That's why they don't do it. I don't know. Uh, It would be nice to see. So anyway, moving on. Um, We're sport jumping here a little bit over to MLB. Oh, yeah, I got to say this real quick. I don't know how I keep mixing up this guy's name. I love his radio broadcast so much. I keep saying um, Mike Hicks, and I meant Matt Hicks the entire time I was talking about it last episode. So I apologize to Matt Hicks and Jared Sandler. (laughs) Um, I got your names. No, I got, I think I only got Matt's name wrong. I think I got Jared Sandler's name right. But, uh, yeah, great, great radio duo broadcast. I, I recommend you listen to those guys, uh, during the, uh, the Rangers game today. So, um, yeah, we had a series against Houston. Uh, didn't go so well. They beat us two out of three. Um, the last game we we rolled them pretty good which is nice to see you know you don't you don't ever want to get swept so um thank goodness for that i what did we score 13 or 14 runs that game um game 2 wait no was it game 1 yeah it was game 1 um there was somebody and i don't know why people insist on doing this it's so annoying there was one person in particular didn't know what they looked like, didn't know where they were sitting, um, didn't know anything about them. The only reason I'm bringing them up is because the the entire game, they're just up in the stands. Man, that, that scotch is really hitting me. Uh, they're just up in the stands whistling the entire time. And I know that sounds like such a lame complaint. <laughs> like, okay, Chris, the guy was whistling. Like, what's the big deal? Are you against whistling? Are you also against having fun? You know, like, no. It wasn't that. It was incessant. It was meant to be annoying. It was every time our pitcher was on the mound about to throw a pitch, he would do this, like, high, shrill. I'm not going to whistle into the mic because that's rude. Um, the entire game the entire game like you knew it was coming i had to turn it down i was just like i'm tired of listening to this guy what that shouldn't be allowed <laughs> and i feel bad saying that i feel like such a nazi saying that like ah oh, ban whistling i don't like you chris you're against whistling like come on dude what do you th- and no i'm normally not against i like whistling i like to whistle myself i just don't like when someone you know Oh my god, I thought that was a mosquito that landed on me. Um, I don't like to hear it throughout the game. I'm trying to, whatever, listen to whatever shitty broadcast or good broadcast I've found. Uh, it's just annoying, but then in game two, I did notice that person was not back, so I, I kind of wonder, and I also kind of fantasize that they pinpointed who that person was and they were either like, alright, next game, you're either going to shut the fuck up <laughs> Or you're not coming back in. We know what you look like. If you purse your lips together even a little bit, we're throwing you out of this stadium, okay? <laughs> but yeah, game two, he wasn't there. Or he wasn't whistling. Or she. And let's be honest, I doubt it was a she. Um, I actually, here's a funny little side note. I actually got so nervous, I made a tweet about it. You know, basically talking shit on the, the... I started calling them whistles. You know, we got a big strikeout in one of the innings, and I, you know, tweeted, what do you think about that? Whistles, hashtag, you know, whatever, Texas versus Houston. Um, <laughs> but I I kind of got so paranoid. Like, I was, I was talking so much shit, I was like, wait a minute, man. You got to be really careful what you say these days. Like, is there some form of... Tourette's where someone can't help but whistle and they whistle in the same pattern like I, I went down this whole thing and my mind is like I'm gonna offend somebody <laughs> and I looked it up <laughs> I actually googled it I looked it up are there people who can't help but whistle are there people who involuntarily whistle <laughs> and it's not a thing it's not a thing at all I was so paranoid. I was going to get canceled. Um, That pretty damn funny how your mind plays tricks on, you know, just the way that everything is now. It's like, you don't want to say, I'm not trying to offend anyone, you know, I'm not trying to like, if if it was a real, a real sickness or anything, like I wouldn't make fun of someone like that. That's just not in me. You know, I make fun of, uh, I don't know. There's no elegant way to say it. Anyway. (laughs) yeah it actually paranoid me to the point of looking it up and making sure there (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't some like (sighs) there wasn't some like make a wish (laughs) they brought like 20 of these people who can't help but whistle to the (laughs) to the game they're sitting right behind home plate. How dare you make fun of them? They're honorary guests to this game. <laughs> uh, but luckily, no. Luckily, no. There is no sickness that causes you to whistle like an asshole during a nine-inning fucking baseball game, okay? That's a, it's, that's just called being an asshole and not respecting anyone else. Okay, so let's take another drink. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to put that in the title of this episode somehow, offensive, you know, I always do three, it's like, da-da-da, da-da-da, and da-da-da, so, offensive is, or offending, is definitely gonna have to be one of my tags, um, And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, UFOs, man. Did you guys watch any of the congressional hearing? I uh, It was cool. It was nice to fantasize. I heard they brought up Tom DeLonge. That dude is in deep uh, of Blink-182. He's been talking about this shit for years. He has his own organizations uh, started. I don't know exactly what they do, what kind of research they do, but I'm sure they're searching for aliens or some form of life, something. Um, and normally I would never watch that. Those two words together just induce yawning to me. Congressional hearing. Like, Doesn't that just make you want to fall asleep and not care? <laughs> it does to me. That sounds pretty fucking boring, you know. But it's about your health, Chris. I don't give a f- congressional what. No. But it's about saving the whales. But it's a congressional hearing. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the congressional hearing. Uh, But in this case, I did watch it. It was fascinating. Um, It's just nice to fantasize if you believe or if you don't believe. And I was telling somebody about this too. It's just kind of refreshing more than anything um, that people can openly talk about it. Like it just seemed like back, you know, when I was a kid, if you brought up aliens like with your friends or you know, in a family setting or whatever, in a group that you were just like a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, he believes in alien. And it's not to say believing makes you right or not believing makes you right. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point was that you couldn't bring it up and even have a discussion or like fantasize about it with the wrong people. So I, I the, the coolest takeaway I have from that whole thing was... Um, well, I got a couple of takeaways, but uh one of the coolest takeaways is that we can talk about it. And it's not it doesn't make you a weirdo, it doesn't make you an outcast. Like maybe those people have seen some shit. I mean, I've never seen a ghost. That doesn't mean ghosts don't exist. You know what I mean? Like somebody else might have seen one firsthand. I don't know. Sitting on the toilet and Casper pops up, you know. Oh ah, shit. Um but yeah, it was it was interesting, and it was fun um, to listen to, to just kind of, like I said, fantasize, if nothing else, what could be um, where this technology is coming from if it's not aliens. Um, and somebody, I can't remember who said this during the discussions, but someone brought up a great point about all these crashes and... We've recovered these bodies. It's like, okay, these are the, these beings supposedly can travel. I mean, just unfathomable distances. They can planet hop. They can probably travel between different dimensions. And something about Earth when they get here, they crash. Like, they're smart enough to do all of that, but the, once they get in the Earth's atmosphere, they're like, oh, my God, what is this? Ah! No, I no. If you're that damn smart and you can travel that well and fast and turn on a dime, like, no, how are you crashing? That doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. So there's, uh, there's something going on, and, and I've said this before. Um, the government is way ahead of us. I bet back when I was a kid in the 90s, I bet they were a good 20 years ahead of us. But I don't think they're just 20 years ahead of us now. I think they're probably 40 to 50, maybe even 60 years ahead of us, technology-wise. They're not going to tell us all their secrets. You know, that exposes them to the world. That exposes them to, you know, enemies, possibly. Um. Some people are saying it's China, too, that's uh, discovered something or reverse-engineered something. It's like, that still kind of brings the theory of, okay, these intelligent beings can come all this way, but gravity fucks them up or whatever. It's like, no, that do not make any sense. That's it's weird. Uh, but it was fun to watch, man. Um, it's like a good book, you know what I mean? Like... Maybe this story is not hundred percent real, but uh it's it's fun to think about you know these characters don't actually exist. you know there is no actual real lightsaber you know <laughs> there's none of that shit, so uh it's just fun. that's why we watch the movies. That's why we watch people talk about it it's It's fun to fantasize and on the on the off chance that it might be true, I mean that makes it even more cool, you know. Um, So anyway, that's going to do it for me for the week. I've blabbed your ear off enough. Uh, Watch me on Twitch. I believe it's at Drink Until You, or maybe it's just Drink Until You Podcast. I I don't know. Search for me. You'll find me. You'll see my logo. Um, Let's finish these drinks off. Cheers, everybody. And as always... Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I will talk to you all soon. I love you all. Bye.